Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we've got a big one. We are reacting to the NBA draft and the things that happened on the day of the NBA draft. So we're going to be talking about who we think are the big winners and losers of the draft. And we're going to tell you guys what we think about the big trades that have happened. So far we have uh, Russell Westbrook getting traded to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma. KCP, Montrez Harrell, and a first. Chris, let's start off with this. What do you think about this trade? I'm a little iffy on it. Um, see, we know that <clears throat> presently constructed, as the Lakers were presently constructed before the Russell Westbrook um, trade, the, they were built to beat the Warriors. You know, they, where they were supposed to have size and playmaking ability. That's what they had on the team. Now they added Russell Westbrook and got rid of some of their size and their shooting. Now it's like they're trying to be built to beat the the Brooklyn Nets, but the Nets have shooting and playmaking. The Lakers just have playmaking and athleticism. It like so I'm trying to figure out. I mean, now they don't have any trade assets to get Buddy healed, and they don't have any money or space. So I don't know how that's going to happen, but. I'm I'm iffy on it. Like I'm not completely sold on it that it's gonna work because for one, usage rate rates between LeBron and Westbrook, I think LeBron was 15th and no or and West Westbrook was ninth in usage. I mean, they're both really ball dominant guards. Well, LeBron's not a guard, he's a forward, but he plays like a guard. So because he's always playing in that point guard position. I feel like maybe maybe so maybe we'll really see like the the good in this trade when LeBron goes on the bench and we have Russ out there. Cause I'm not sure like how it's going to work because like you can't turn Russ into a spot up shooter because he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. He can't shoot. I mean, he can shoot, but he can't shoot that well. Like he's not, he's not, he's not the type of guy you're going to, he's going to run to the corner every trip and knock down like three in a row. Like he's not going to do that. You don't have any shooting on that team anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm iffy on it because like, you have this high powered beast in Brooklyn. And then like you, you, you got a weapon, but how is it going? How is that weapon going to be used? Because they're shooting at you. Mm. Yeah. I, um, Russell, Russell Westbrook is an interesting pairing. I would agree. Um, he is, an amazing player. We all know what he does. Great triple-double guy. I do completely agree with you. Regular season-wise and when LeBron James is not on the floor, 
he's extremely valuable because he does similar things to LeBron. The ability mm-hmm. to get attack the basket and then kick out from underneath the basket to shooters on the wing, right? Like that's his formula. And that's LeBron's formula too. Yeah. Um so another thing I would like to say is that I'm I'm a little different. So I really like the fact that he was averaging only 22 points per game last year. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like forcing himself to be a volume shooter last year. Mm-hmm. So I really like that because we can't have that negative, what we've seen in the past of him do to teams in the playoffs, his teams. Shoot he can shoot. Yes, he can. That's exactly where I was going with that. So, but one thing I will say is... You have to think about Buddy Hield or Russell Westbrook. You would choose Russ, right? Of course. Like for for the trade assets that they had, this is the by far the best thing they could have got. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do now have is two slashers, two guys who can go go out the back basket and finish. And yeah, you're right. They're gonna have a problem with them both wanting the ball in their hands. But I do think that. He fills many holes as a secondary ball handler, as another guy that can create for perimeter shooters and attack the basket. And if what I'm thinking about LeBron is right, and <laughs> bless you. Thank you. He's getting a little aged and he can't attack the basket the same. It's nice to have a guy like this, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that their games could fit well. Because Russell Westbrook, as the third option, he he could do it. They just need to put AD at the five mm-hmm. and get shooters. The rest of the team has to be shooters. Yeah. Right? Because now they have the guy on the team that says, when you kick the ball out to me, I'm going to create. Right? Mm-hmm. They need somebody else other than LeBron and AD that can give the defense something different rather than, okay, I'm just going to s- stand here and help off my guy and close out in the shooter. And basically I just get the chill over here in the corner. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I think it might work. I, I think that the fact that it's not always going to be LeBron Russell Westbrook on the court all at the same time, probably I could see, I could see this pairing making sense. Yeah. And then we also have to be aware of free agency because that might answer a lot of their questions. And it might answer a lot of my questions. If they get the right pieces of free agency, if somebody actually like signed, I mean, like just signs with them and like willing to take the pay cut, then it works. Mm-hmm. It works if they really just want, because at the end of the end result is winning a championship, right? Yeah. That's what everybody wants. You know what? Like some people may, they like, I don't think any player is actually in there in the, any competitive NBA player wants to just make money. I mean, like making money is a plus, but you want to win. You want that. You want that ring. You want that gold. So, like, DeMar DeRozan, I think he went on Shannon Sharp's podcast, um, Club Shay Shay, and he was saying that, you know, it's not really about the money. He was like, yeah, that's, but I really want to win. And he was thinking about, he said maybe going back to L.A. might be what it is. So, maybe if he's talking about the Lakers, maybe he's talking about the Clippers. The Clippers do have trade assets. They can, they can like, do a sign-in trade or something like that eventually during when the season starts, if he decides to stay that long or if he's going to sign and take a pay cut. 
but that can answer some questions. I mean, he's not the greatest of shooters, but then that cre- gives you another creator, and he's pretty proficient from pretty much the same spot as um, Russell Westbrook, and he can knock down some other shots as well. So that gives you a level of shooting that you don't have anymore because you got rid of your only shooter in KCP. That's literally your only shooter that you had, and you, got, you sent him away. Yeah, so they're, they're going to have to get shooters in free agency. Yeah, and I mean, they can... I don't know. They don't have any trade assets. I mean, because right now it's looking like it's going to be the starting lineup is what? THT, LeBron, Russ, Andre Drummond, and, ooh, I forgot about Andre Drummond. He has some trade. He has some trade value. I think it might be a free agent. Oh, uh, damn. I think THT is a restricted free agent, too. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody puts a price tag too high on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, this is crazy. It is crazy because you never know what's going to happen. And right mm. now, like, I'm pretty sure they're in there in the front office, you know what I mean? Making moves and stuff like that, thinking of stuff. When free mm. agency starts, there's going to be some crazy stuff. We might, we're either going to see DeRozan in a Lakers uniform or in a Clippers uniform. Yeah, it'd be interesting if he does end up in either one of those places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about draft day trades? Cause there's like a ton of them or do you just want to transition into, uh, the picks, the picks we like least and the picks we like most. We can just go back and we can just keep stick with the trades for a little bit. Um, New York lost a lot of picks. That's all I know. They lost like two picks. Mm-hmm. Every time they went on, they got they had to trade their picks. Um, Sacramento acquired Tristan Thompson as part of a three way deal. That doesn't make them better, but I mean, I guess it's okay. Utah Jazz did traded Derek Favors for a future first round draft pick. Really? Okay. Oh no, no future. No, they traded Derek Favors and a future first for a future second. Were they what? Yeah. They maybe know. they just want to get rid of that contract. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They're they're just trying to stay under the luxury tax. That's what people are saying. Hmm. That's so stupid. Yeah, you gave up a first round for a second round. That's a good reason for Donovan Mitchell to leave. You're telling me you're trading future first round draft picks and my backup center because you don't want to pay for the luxury tax? I'm gone. Leave, Donovan. Leave. That guy is cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. He's out. He needs to be. Well, the way Wade does think that maybe, you know, he will leave. So maybe so. The guy who owns the team has to be a billionaire. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, bro. Stupid. He thinks he's going to leave. Stupid. What is Dwayne Wade's, yeah. like, role with the Utah Jazz? He's, like, part um, owner probably, or something? Like, probably he's part owner, special advisor, something like that. Yeah, he thinks Donovan Mitchell's going to leave. I, I don't know. I don't know. We all thought Dame was going to leave, but Dame just wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. Dame, uh, that's one thing I have to say. If Dame leaves, I, I know the perfect place he should go. Where? Dallas. 
Don't him and Luca both need the ball too much? I think she got to Dallas. I think that would be a good fit. I mean, I know they both need the ball. But you it's can a good make, market. You can... No. I don't know. I think they could work. Mm-hmm. Luca and Dame in Dallas. Or... Dame in Washington with Bill. No, they're too ball dominant. They're too ball dominant. I wanted to see him in a Lakers uniform, honestly, but hey. Yeah. Dreamers can dream. Yeah. Yeah. What other trades happened? Uh okay, so you traded out the sixteenth pick for two future first from Houston. Oh, what about this? What was going on? What was Shea Gilgis in so many different trades? I mean, I, like I understand that they thought he was, they might have had a chance if they traded like their you know franchise and for to try to get Cade, but like, come on, put some respect on Shea's name. Yeah, I think it was only for Cade. Yeah, put some respect on his he, name. He's really special. I think the lack of Golden State Warriors trade was really interesting. The fact that nothing got done from them really odd. I have I go ahead. What is no you go ahead. I was about to say because I, I it was rumors that they were gonna trade their seven and fourteenth pick. So mm. that was kind of odd. And they ended up drafting big players at both those spots. So I'm like are they trying to get height? They got Kaminga and then they what was the other one they got with the 14th? I know with the seventh Moses, yeah, like I mean, yeah, he's a guard, but I mean, like they, like they went for, like they're looking for the stretch in the floor. They want, I don't know, they're trying to get bigger. Well, I mean, Moses Moody is probably more of that, but Jonathan Kaminga's three point shot isn't that great yet. Yeah, but he's really special at player. Everything else, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really interesting. Really, really interesting. Ben Simmons still hasn't been traded, and, they, and there was rumors he was going to get traded on draft night. Did you hear the trades? They're expecting James Harden-like return. Daryl Morey <laughs> is smoking a crack, a pot of crack. Like I don't know how crack <laughs> works. I don't know how crack works, but Daryl Morey is doing it. <laughs> Listen, Ben Simmons' trade value is like the value of this deodorant. Like. <laughs> You could get maybe a dollar twenty nine cents for him at this point. Send him to Shang to the Shanghai Sharks, okay? He could be right next to Jimmy yeah. for day, dropping fifty. And the more you, the more you use it, <laughs> the diminish more the value diminishes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! I'll say I said this before, and I'll say it again. And I think this was like one of my best takes was that the fact of the matter is that when you first started getting worried about Ben Simmons, that's when you should have broke it up. Because now his trade, he's yeah. dropped his own trade value. He's not worth anything yes. anymore. Yes. If this would have been like three years ago. Oh, man, you could have had whatever you wanted. You could have been a lot. You would have been able to get a lot. But now people <clears> are like, wait, he's not improving at all at all. We're worried about him as a worker. We're worried about him. So, yeah. And, and now you've like made it to the point where your franchise does not like his second in command anymore. <laughs> yes. 
100%. Joel Embiid does not like Ben Simmons, and you want to keep Joel Embiid happy. So it's it's, it's, it's going if you keep him and you don't move on him anytime this season at all, which I think they're going to try to, but they're not going to get what they want back. If they don't move on him, you might see Joel Embiid split ways with the Sixers. Mm-hmm. That'd be really interesting, but I feel like in the modern NBA, anybody can be moved, right? Mm-hmm. It is is the movement league. How many people can you build around your star to show them that they should stay? You know what I mean? So that's part of the reason why the Utah Jazz are slipping in their really dangerous territory with that Derek Favors trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, man, I wonder. I don't know. I don't see Donovan Mitchell any trade rumors about Donovan Mitchell, but I think he might request one soon. I think it's coming. Mm-hmm. Because they aren't really improving their team. Like, they gave him Mike mm-hmm. Conley. That was okay. And then, like, nothing really else after that. And, like, you change, like, one piece here, they still get the same result. I mean, he's still laying on the floor in the playoffs, <laughs> getting kicked out. Yeah, that's so true. That's sad that he's like that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. What else happened um, draft night? Uh, yeah, Russ got moved. Finally, Kuzma's out of LA. Gotta talk mm-hmm. about that. Finally, he's out of LA. He can yeah. go drop. He could go try to drop twenty five in Washington. <laughs> he's gonna be the star player there. If Bill, because you know, they split up Russ, they're moving Bill. Unless they're trying to bring a star in, which I doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be interesting, though. But I don't think they're bringing. I think they're. I think they're going to rebuild mode. Yeah, Again. probably. Yeah. Rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Everybody's always rebuilding. And it's sad with Washington because even though they had Wall and Bill, they still never achieved anything. Worthwhile. Right. It, it, were already, it was always a, like a work in progress. Yes. It's like maybe we can get better at blank and blank and a blank and it's just like rotating doors of just pitifulness and nothing worked. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, what you got for me? I'm looking over the uh, draft to make sure I know it got everything done. Okay. Man, <clears throat> are we moving into the winners and losers? Yeah, sure. If you want to, yeah, just to keep it going. Uh, so I think that the biggest winners and was Detroit, the Cavs. And Houston, those were the biggest winners in my eyes. Okay, tell me why. Because all three were able, like the top three, those are top three picks. They all received special players. I mean, you had Cade, and you know, I mean, like he's not your franchise. You know what I mean? Like this is who you're building around. So you got to see how he plays. You know what I mean? You put all your faith in him, and then you build around mm-hmm. him. And he's special. He's special. So you have mm-hmm. now you have your friend, your centerpiece in the, in Jay, and now you have Jay, and then you then Houston gets Jalen Green. I mean, they lost James Harden, got the got the first round pick, 
the second pick and they picked up Jalen Green. I mean, he's a he's he's going he's special too as well. He coming from the G League. He was he's athletic, fast. I mean, he can shoot. I mean, like this is this is gonna be like a big time deal. It's gonna it's definitely he's definitely gonna turn into something special as well. And, and they Cleveland got, got uh, Houston also got Uzman Garuba and Josh Christopher too. So Uzman Garuba is like a really special three and D power forward. And Josh Christopher does have some uh, shot creation ability. I think he was 26 on my big board. So it's a pretty good haul for the NBA draft. They would have been one of mine. Yeah. So, and then, so look at Houston's um, roster. Now they got Christian Wood, got Kevin Porter Jr. You got Jalen Green, you got Uzman Garuba, and now you got Josh Christopher as well. I mean, like you've gotten better. I mean, like don't mm. yes. expect like this team's not. It might may or may not take you to the playoffs, but you're gonna you're gonna you're definitely gonna win some games. You're gonna learn some things. It's a new mm-hmm. a new identity is being created in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cavs got better too. I mean, that's what they needed. They needed. I don't know if they're gonna move on Sexton or if they're gonna keep Sexton. Sexton is actually improving, um, but he's just he just kind of he doesn't mesh well with Garland in my opinion. So I think that picking up Evan Mobley <clears throat> kind of like can maybe create that dynamic between him and Garland, which can turn into something special. And they also have Isaac Okoro already. So, and he's improving as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, there, these teams are easy. These are going to be younger teams, faster teams, exciting teams to watch. You're going to see them winning games again and just create a new identity in the cities. Do you mind giving two more so we can just both do five of each? I would say the Warriors. The Warriors definitely got mm, better. That's a good one. The yeah. Warriors definitely got better. Um, I respect Oof. the Kaminga. And who was 14 again? I'm sorry. Moses, Moses Moody. Moody. Yeah, Moses Moody. They definitely got some size. They got some defense. Yes. And they got some, some shot creating, some, some some shot making ability as well. Yes. Um, Golden State's already going to be scary. Yes. But now you have J- Jonathan Kaminga, who has his talents, his special. And then you yes. know he can learn from a Draymond Green, or you know what yes. I mean. Like now you're putting him in the perfect position to succeed in yes. the future. Yes, you, and, now, and now you're putting Moses Moody in the perfect position to succeed yes. in the future because he's going to yes. learn from all these great players Agreed. who were drafted. They weren't special when they were drafted, but when they now that they're in the NBA and they've learned to play together under a great system. I mean, Steve Kerr is a great coach. So yeah. now you have these players who are going to learn to play in a system. You're going to learn how to, you're going to learn and improve and be a sponge from all these great players. Like you have yes. Clay, you have Steph Curry, you have Draymond. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Steve Curry as the coach and you're just going to just mm-hmm. soak it all in and they're going to become great. I mean, yeah. they definitely, they definitely did well. One person I do want to say, because I think I just at five, right? Was that four? Yeah. Four, five? You're at four. You're at four right now. I'll, I'll keep going with this then. Let me think. Who else do I think? And also, say- uh, I'll, to support your Golden State thing, Jonathan Kuminga, his flaw is three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. There's literally no NBA team that probably could develop somebody's three-point shot than the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. They literally have expert, all-time experts in three-point shooting. They have three of them. Yeah. He's going to come in contact every single day. Exactly. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal for him. Because if that opens up for him, he can become an all-star. Like I've said before, he has Kawhi Leonard offensive upside. Like mm-hmm. Golden State is a perfect fit for him. It's a steal. Oh, they definitely stole him in the draft. I'm surprised he sat. He was able to sit that long. I mean, I thought he was going to go mm-hmm. like top four, top five. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. They took Josh Giddy before. I mean, Oklahoma State took Josh Giddy before Kaminga. They're going to regret that. Yeah, definitely. Even though, yeah, they're definitely going to regret that. Um, yeah. And for five, <clears throat> I would say Toronto. I like okay. their Scotty Barnes pick. I mean, yeah, I like their wow. Scotty Barnes pickup. Okay, why? I like their Scott because now it gives you. Okay, so you have your offensive capabilities. You have, but well, Kyle might leave in free agency. So you have Fred VanVleet, Pascal Siakam. You know, like you, these are battle-tested veterans at this point now, right? Mm-hmm. Toronto has a identity of playing defense at a, at a semi-high level. So now you're adding Scotty mm-hmm. Barnes in there, and his like he he plays defense. That's like he he flew all the way to the finals just to watch Drew Holiday, like because he watched his yeah. defense. Like now you're adding that. It, like I think they're going to become better defensively, and that's going to improve them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I could see that working out. Yeah, they have a very defensive identity. All right. Nick Nurse did a great job with that, especially with Kawhi Leonard being there for that year. Yeah, he did. Championship DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we forgot. Alpern Sungun was traded to the Rockets, so he was a part oh, of the yeah. Rockets draft. They yeah. definitely got bigger, too. They got a lot of height. Mm. A lot of height now. Go ahead. All right. My number one pretty easy for me. Mm. The Charlotte Hornets killed the draft. Oh, yeah. I can agree with 11, that for sure. They snagged James Booknight, which you guys listen to my podcast. I love this guy. I compare him to CJ McCollum. He's going to pair perfectly with the mellow ball, right? He was on six on my big board. And then they came back in 19 and traded up for number seven on my big board, Kai Jones, right? So mm-hmm. now they get Kai Jones and 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 James Booknight, that is a pairing made in heaven, man. I mean, wow. I'm so excited for that pairing. I really just can't believe it. And even in, I know it's a later, later, later pick, but their second round pick of Scotty Lewis, it was somebody that was kind of like, mm, fringe first, fringe second. Like he has some shot creation abilities, really athletic, so... You know, those that pick back there could have some potential. So it is like I think they killed this draft. I think they got high upside guys that fit long term and fill holes in their roster. So I absolutely love what they did. Yeah. So that's my first one. Yeah. All right. Number two, the Brooklyn Nets. Really? Snagging Cam Thomas at 27. Is special. He mm-hmm. is on my big board 13. And then at 29, they snagged Dayron Sharp. Now, he wasn't in my top 30 big board, but this is a big human being as a center, right? So they snag somebody that could probably come off the bench with them in their runs and somebody who can be a developmental center for them. Mm-hmm. So I think for a team that probably wants to keep costs as low as possible, around their huge amazing core of Kevin Durant. I think I think they did a really good job with the picks they made in my personal opinion. So, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are one of my min- winners on this draft. The Memphis Grizzlies. I you trade up to 10 and it was obviously to secure the guy they love Zaire Williams. Now, mm-hmm. I love him too. I think he's 11 or 10 on our bo- our big board. So, this guy 
is a great wing. He's got really high upside. I really think that this is a perfect fit, getting an ISO guy in the wing. I really love what they did there, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's three. So then we're going to head into... Let's see here. Oh, I forgot to mention JT Thor went to uh, Charlotte. So that's another thing that Charlotte did really well. Another high mm-hmm. athlete guy. Um, I feel like I had somebody. I would say next would probably be the... Dun, 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 dun. I'm blanking on this one. I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets choosing my guy. Denver Nuggets got Nashawn Bones Highland, right? Mm-hmm. I love Nashawn Bones Highland. I think he has an extremely high upside. I absolutely love what this guy can do shooting from deep from three. I think with Nikola Jokic, his his uh, lack of passing and shot creating ability, I mean, last lack of passing is a really great fit for him. And I really feel like that makes this pick really, really nice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like the Denver Nuggets did a really, really good job. Um, and then I'm going to go with uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So they snagged Jaden Springer, who is, he's an all-K player. But I really like their late second-round draft pick of Charles Bassey. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has a really good potential to be uh, JoJo's backup. He's a huge human being who's slept on athletically a little bit. I think he was a fringe second, early second-round draft pick for me. So I think he really fits there. I had them in a lot of my mocks that when I was going through things of having Charles Bassey at their first-round draft pick. So getting Mm -hmm. him at 53 is pretty nice, in my opinion. So I would say that Charles Bassey pick would be one of them. And how many am I at right now? I completely forgot. Who did you say first? You said Brooklyn. Charlotte uh, and I, Charlotte, Memphis, Nuggets, Memphis. That's five, I think. Wait, okay, cool. Brooklyn, Charlotte, Nuggets, Memphis, and who else? The one I just named, Seventy Sixers. Yes, five. All righty, all right. You can go into the five things, the five bad picks. Let's see it. I want to say, looking at. Oklahoma City. Yes. They're going to really regret not taking Kaminga Six. Yes. They're going to regret it. They're what definitely they going doing? to regret it. Like, I don't I didn't know what they were doing. I was like, wait, I'm like, yeah, Kaminga's going next. No. Josh Giddy. Yes. Like it wasn't he like number like <clears throat> 13 or something like that on our big on like our mock draft or something. I don't know. I'm not like he was. We had him. We had a mock to the Spurs at ten, and we had him on. I mean, twelve, and had them on the big board at ten. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not gonna be down on him, but I mean, I think they should have taken Kaminga. He was the best available player at the time. Was Kaminga? Yeah. I mean, who you have on his level in, in yeah. OKC? Nobody should have took him. Now you got more guards, and he's not. He's not even a starting guard. He's gonna come off the bench. So yeah. 
Can we get it started for you? Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. This is an absolutely terrible. Like you're the best part of your team is Shea Gilders Alexander. And another nice piece is the Dort name, the guy with the name Dortz, Lou, Lou Dortz. Yeah. So when you have those two guys, why in the world are you at drafting Trey Mann, who's a point guard in college, right? Mm. He was a shot creator, right? Six man mold. And Josh Giddy, who's a big point guard, when you already have Shea Gilgis, who's a big point guard, who's bent both biggest upsides as their phenomenal passers. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like, that's the sixth pick in the draft. I couldn't agree with you more. They should have taken Jonathan Kuminga. I think they blew all those picks that they had. I I, I honestly, yeah, couldn't disagree more. I, I agree. I, I mean, couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't disagree with Oklahoma City more. Yeah, that's crazy. I was just, they're definitely going to regret that too. Cause like in the top 10, you're supposed to be taking starters, not bench players, you know? Like yes. he's coming off the bench. You're not starting him over yeah. Shea. And I think no. they probably, and like, I don't even know. I want to, I want to try to make sense of it. was like, maybe they thought that maybe they would get rid of Shea and probably bring in Cunningham or something like that. But like, you, I still wouldn't pick up Josh Giddy like this early. He's a, he would be a, I mean, like, unless you was hoping that he would start for you at shooting guard or something like that, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I completely agree with you, bro. Completely agree. Um, All right, let's hear your second one. I want to go. Didn't somebody pick up? What team picked up Jonathan Primo? Was that San Antonio? Yes. San Antonio. Um. I'm only gonna see Jonathan Primo because I don't know too much about him, but I feel like what what pick was that? Twelve. Twelve. It was a yes. better available. It was so many other players still left on the board that you could have taken at that spot. I mean, you gotta. Get, <clears throat> I thought the purpose of the draft. I mean, like I understand who like impresses you the most, but you got to take the best available. You know, like I don't think Jonathan Primo even made like our mock thirty. He was not on a big board thirty. Yeah, like he would have to. He was probably a second rounder. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking with that. I don't. But then again, I can't completely agree with disagree with it because you know, like San Antonio has a thing where they're really good at finding diamonds in the rough. There it is. Really good at finding diamonds in the rough. That is what we have been saying for so long. We just blindly trust the Spurs. Why, Chris? Why? Tell me why. See, they got it right on Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who the hell he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you, he turns into like a finals MVP. And he's like... Mm-hmm. Lo- Air quotes, locking down LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I completely agree with you. Tony Parker was a later draft pick. Mono Ginobili, later draft pick. Yeah. You know, Tim Duncan, later draft pick. All right. So I had a feeling that I was right on this. And it, 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 yeah. 
Uh, this is not looking good. So not at all. No. Here's what it is. What's up? You you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So we have in the past decade, they drafted Corey Joseph, a guy you've never heard of in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um a guy, Lavino John Charles, guy you've never heard of in the second round. Yeah. Kyle Anderson, 30th pick in the draft. I, you know. He, he's shaking out for him so far. Yeah. The 2015 pick, nobody you've ever heard of. DeJounte Murray at 29. He was pretty Derek good. White at 29. Lonnie Walker at 18. Lonnie Walker. Yeah, Luca Samanik at 19, 2019. They're really big on players. Vassell in Florida State last year. You know what I see when I see that, Chris? What? I see a team that is overrated and past its era. What if all of these guys have in pro- pro- common is that they don't have modern skill sets. The mm. Spurs are lost in the wrong time period, and they're drafting players that fit the 2000s. They're drafting players based on when they used to have a dynasty. Because who's going to walk up to Greg Popovich and try to tell the guy, hey, you know how you won all those rings and everybody considers you the greatest coach of all time and everybody, you know what? Screw you. You don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. R.C. Buford. I mean, the guy's been there for like since basketball was created. Yeah. Like, <laughs> somebody's going to walk up at the R.C. Buford's office and go like, hey, you know how you won us a bunch of rigs and everybody considers you absolutely phenomenal at your job. Screw you. You don't know what you're talking about. But I think they're at the point in the time, Chris, where we cannot give that label anymore. I mean, they haven't drafted anybody that good in the past decade, right? Their draft picks in the lottery have been absolutely terrible in the last three years. Terrible. Mm-hmm. They are drafting terrible guys. So I, I think we're at the point in time here where I think they are not adapted to the current era. You know, the players, I mean, even DeJounte Murray is more of like a 90s point guard, mm-hmm. right? Not as good of a three-point shooter, good defender, Good passer can attack the basket. That's that's a nineties point guard. Like you know the and so it's just yeah. In my opinion, I think they're off. I think it's 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 time. It may be coming close to the time where you might have to start anew in San Antonio. As crazy as that sounds, and I might get a lot of flack for that, but this they just haven't been able to figure it out from a front office perspective. I'm not saying fire or pop. I'm saying maybe front office wise, they might want to think about changing things. Mm-hmm. They need to get some, you know, some fresh blood in there. Yeah. I mean, pass. I mean, I don't, I don't love Moses Moody, but passing on Moody, Moses Moody for uh, Josh Primo is pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah so I, yeah. I mean, I I'll say it right now. The Sean Bones Highland twenty six pick in the drafts can have a better career than Josh Primo. I'll stick to it. Yeah, nobody knows who this guy is. So, yeah, this this guy is, yeah, overrated in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we're feeling on this, Chris. So I completely couldn't agree with you more. I think that was your second one, right? Yeah, as long as I can, I gotta think of three and I was thinking that five. about that all day, all day. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Like Josh Primo, like 
why and you made mm. such a great point with that like they're just they're building their roster like it's still the 90s mm-hmm. yeah. it's not it doesn't work that yeah. way anymore that's facts that is so facts <clears throat> mm. I said OKC and I said Spurs. Mm. Mm. I think because I don't know. You want to just go say yours real quick and then I'll finish up with my figure at the end. Okay. Uh, first things first. Let me, I think they have a second round pick. I want to make sure. Sacramento Kings killed their second round draft pick. Name is Queda. Really great. I love that guy. Shot blocker. Mm-hmm. And they drafted another guy that Jason loves, Davion Mitchell. The ninth pick in the draft. Chris, would I tell you they drafted Davion Mitchell ninth? What do you think? What, Sacramento? Yeah. You said, what do I think? Yeah. About them drafting Davion Mitchell ninth? Yes. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Why in the world would you spend your ninth pick on the draft on a six foot one guard whose best potential in the NBA is a point guard when the best player on your team is De'Aaron Fox and the second best up and coming guy that you want to see? He has the second brightest future on the team is Tyrese Halliburton. What in the world are the Kings doing? Is Vladdy Divac still there? Is he smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. What is going on? I thought they traded the... the oh, did he actually... They didn't trade that pick? I thought they, they traded that They pick. did not trade that pick. Oh. Damn. Yeah, that don't make sense. Why would you get another... Your star, your franchise is De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You have Tyrese Halliburton, and you go get another guard. Yes. That, I remember this from yesterday. Yeah, they're starting to look like Minnesota with all them damn guards. Yes. Yes. It doesn't work. Bro, Zyre <laughs> Williams was drafted right behind him. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is definitely one of mine. It is. That was... I was losing my brain cells on that one. I was like, yeah. Duh. There's a couple more of those. Oh, Christopher Mohammed. Uh-huh. You're at 17 and you're at New Orleans Pelicans. What sounds good if you're the Pelicans the draft? I mean, wait, if you're still, you still have Lon- Oh, who do they pair next to him? Next to, it was like pair next to Zion. I remember I said this. Because you have B.I., you got Lonzo, yeah. you traded uh-huh. away Bledsoe and Steven Adams, you got Zion. They got another center, didn't they? No. Do you remember Trey Murphy, the small forward, 6'9", small forward from Virginia? Kind of, sort of. Go ahead. Yeah. 3 and D, 6'9", athletic wing. Yeah. yeah. From Virginia. Yeah. I know now. I remember. And, well and then the second round, they drafted Herb Jones, who was a 6'8", Alabama small forward who plays really good defense. Why it's slotted to the Brooklyn Nets. What are the bro? Dave Griffin overrated. 
<laughs> guys, best two players. You have Zion Williamson and freaking B.I. And you spend the 17th pick of the draft on Trey Murphy, who I like. But, dude, you got Trey Mann behind him. You got Keon Johnson, who has high upside. You got he didn't Josh get traded until 21. What'd you say? He didn't get picked up until, like, the 21st pick. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my gosh, the Pelicans are about to snag this guy. Or Cam Thomas or my guy, you know, uh, Nashawn Bones Highland. I mean, what in the world (laughs) is David Griffin on? (laughs) Literally, you have Lonzo at the point guard. You have B.I. You have Zion and Valachunas. All you need is a two-guard prospect. Choose one. Mm -hmm. What is he smoking, bro? You know what that is? What? David Griffin, that's the same guy from uh, Cleveland, right? Yes, yes, you know, yes. You know what that is? That's that, All that is, that's just sour grapes because he he because he, he drafted LeBron or no, 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 because LeBron because LeBron went to Cleveland and then he goes trying and then LeBron went to leave and he was like, well, I could build a better team without LeBron, da, 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 smoking. Uh-huh. He's yeah. trying to prepare just in case like, so I may not be happy. Let's <laughs> replace them. Be I may oh not be happy. God. Let's replace them. <laughs> That's literally what it is. That's the only reason you draft Trey Murphy and Herb Jones, bro. If you're exactly right. Oh my gosh, that was good. We don't yeah. need him anyway. We got this person already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, they're tripping, tripping. Oh my gosh, was that my second one? That was your second one, yeah. All right. Yeah. So my next one is going to be Jalen Suggs five. Again, what? Jonathan Kuminga is the guy they passed on here. That's very in my true. opinion. That's very true. They did pass on him. They that still they still passed on him. You have Markel Fultz, RJ Hampton, and Cole Anthony. You spent the seventh pick in the draft last year on Cole Anthony, and you drafted another point guard again. Like, what are you? Like, you have four point guards on the roster right now. You 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 draft Jonathan Kaminga here. Like, he's special upside, really nice pairing with Jonathan Isaac. Like, that's the way I would have went here. I feel like they really made a mistake because, dear God, there's so many point guards in this draft. You could have been an eight. And if you wanted to draft a point guard so bad, you could have gotten Davion Mitchell. Like yeah. it's not that crazy. Like it's it's one of the deeper point guard drafts in the NBA in the in the NBA. And I think they could have played the board better and gotten better better uh, players. But I think Jalen Suggs has such a big name, and everybody considers him to be blah 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 blah. Which is an interesting story. If Jalen Suggs is what everybody thought he was, there's no way he's slipping past four. So we we might have been on to something by having him a little lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So that's my third one. That makes sense. That makes sense because I keep forgetting they did pick up a guard. They could have used a Jonathan Kamingo or any other guard. I mean, any other like big man or like power forward, center, small mm-hmm. forward, anything. But instead, they got more guards. Yes. They're looking like Minnesota too. They yes. should learn. Look over there at Minnesota and say, look at how that does not work. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, 100%. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I would say another loser in the draft is the Clippers. 
Why'd they draft Keon Johnson? The guy is so... You have Kawhi Leonard and Paul freaking George on the team. I understand he's a high upside prospect. I understand that I had him higher on my big board. So I can understand you thinking, oh, this is a value here. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense, right? But he doesn't fit. Oh, we need to win right now. Because Usman Garuba was on the board. Usman Garuba can be a 3 and D power forward for you in your playoff run right now. Mm-hmm. Right, it's hard to find guys in the draft that can do that for whatever the salary is. So, in my opinion, there, I feel like the Clippers made a mistake by going with a long-term perspective rather than trying to win right now. In my opinion, so that's another one of mine. Mm. Long-term perspective in trying to win right now. I get it, but maybe they think that there's a chance that you know, with Kawhi being out, Paul George may go. Mm-hmm. So. I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Looking <clears throat> toward their future. They have nice young pieces too. So that's facts. That's facts. Hold on to Reggie that's Jackson, nice. Luke Kennard. You got Trey Man. I mean not Trey Man. Um what's his name? Brown. Is it Brown? Where's the man? Who? Terrence Is man? it Terrence Man? Terrence Man, yeah. 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 I was wondering who are you talking about? Terrence. So it's like Brown, Terrence Brown. What are you? <laughs> yeah, I never forgot um, the last name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how many have I done? OKC, Sacramento. What was the team before that one? I did Orlando. Orlando, Sacramento, and OKC to three. And I did uh, Pelicans. That's four. And Clippers. That's five. Okay. Then you're all set. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. I'm looking. It's going to be tough. Um, this is not a lot. Who else did a magic pickup? Friends. Oh, Friends Wagner. That wasn't too bad. No. Josh Gay, yeah. It wasn't terrible. Barnes Oh, we didn't do all the picks. Uh, shoot. I'm trying to think, because I can't even think of like who else got drafted and at what spot before I could. I'm going to pull it up real quick. Oh, you don't have it up? I don't have it up. NBA draft oh, okay. 2021. Results? Is that what you did? In, yeah. yeah, just you can go to NBA.com uh, and it should pull up. Just up oh, okay. Not the musical stylings again. <laughs> oh, what about that guy who got... No, 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 no. Somebody got drafted from Berlin. That was your friend's Wagner, wasn't it? Yeah, he is from Berlin, Franz. Chris Day, Aprin, Trey Murphy, Trey Mann... I would say the Knicks. The Knicks are okay. big losers in my in my eyes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I would say because like they had three picks this draft and they only got to keep one. Yeah. They like they had three picks this draft and they only got to keep one. Every single pick they had had to be traded to the clip had to be traded to a different team. That means that mm-hmm. 
with all these trades that were going on and stuff like that, like from years past, you owe these teams. So then they they had to come, they had their comeuppance. And you mm. had to pay them. So you, I mean, like you got one pick out of three. And that wasn't even your best pick. Your best pick was 21. You got Keon Johnson, high upside guy, and you missed out because you had to give that man to the Clippers. Yeah. I uh yeah I just I just now realized yeah you're definitely right. Um, Isaiah Jackson would have been a nice fit in that system. He already got traded to Indiana though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like 2019 or 21. I feel like him and uh, Jalen jo- Jalen Johnson 19 would have made sense too. So I I agree with you. I think that they had the draft fall in their way and they just didn't lean into it. You know, they tried to get, I mean, Quentin Grimes at 25 isn't bad, but he's a two guard. So, you know, I just don't believe in drafting a first round draft pick behind the person you want to be the future of your franchise and RJ Barrett one day. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Actually, they had four picks. They had four picks. My bad. They had four picks because they had the 32nd pick as well. And that got traded to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Rokas Jupukas. Oh, he got traded to the Knicks. Rokas Jabukas. Pretty sure he's a two guard internationally. Yeah. Oh, and so did Miles McBride. Miles McBride's a nice. He was a borderline first round draft pick for me. Three and D point guard. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do everything right type of guy. Senior. That's that's not a terrible pickup. Oh, I didn't there. know the Memphis Grizzlies picked up BJ Boston. That's a pretty nice second round steal. Yeah. High upside guy. Worthy of a second round draft pick. Rockets and Jubakis. No. 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 And I got Miles McBride at 36. What am I at? Three? Yeah, you got two more. I mean, I think. Atlanta got a steal with Sharif Cooper. And all the teams who passed on him were eating sour grapes. Mm, yeah, I can see that. If his shot does develop, he does have a chance of being something. His shot dependent. Yeah. Yeah, so Name I can see that. Quiet. I feel like that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Jaden Springer. He's a guard. I mean, from Tennessee. Uh, from Tennessee. You're the only 10 I see. <laughs> Maybe. Um, because, I mean, are you, you want to get better at that guard position? Considering that you're, about to get, you're trying to get rid of Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got better. I don't know. Well, you do have a, uh, what's his name? Good. Seth Curry. So he's definitely yeah. developing into something nice too. Yeah, he is. He's he's a higher upside guy. I had him lower on my big board the whole time. Some people had him on like a borderline lottery pick. I was like, you're tripping. Yeah. And Chris Duarte to the Indiana Pacers. I feel like you're you're not gonna probably be able to find any more, so I think we should just cut it here. Yeah, because I'm looking. I'm like, that's not too bad of a pick. I mean, yeah, 
it's not too many losers. Except, I mean, Spike Lee's face said it all when I was watching the draft. <laughs> he wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, there were some definitely big winners and big looters. Yeah. The, the biggest winner is definitely these guys, all of them, making the NBA. So cool. Yeah. We definitely want to you know, say congratulations. And uh, hopefully Jalen Green's the best one out of all of them. <laughs> he probably will be, honestly. So we can be right, because that's all yeah. that matters in the world. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Do you want to cut it here? Yeah, we can cut it. All right. Well, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Mohammed. And we're the Basketball Addicts. And you can catch us on the next episode where we will be talking about free agency. We're going to make a couple GM moves, what we would do. It's going to be fun. Tune in. Peace out. Peace. Peace.